Good morning, it's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and I will rejoice in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we are, our morning podcast and um, new beginnings. And we're in week 35 and day five. And yes, I'm a little hyped up this morning. Got a lot to do. And uh, of course, get to preach tonight. Anytime I get to preach, makes me feel good. So excited about that. But uh, this morning, we're going to talk about something that affects me daily. And it's called stubbornness. Yeah, stubbornness. That's me. And uh, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer first, though. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all you're doing, Lord. As I go out to make the food run this morning, I just pray that you will bless the box truck and keep it running and it'll be good and everything will be great today. Lord, we just we just claim victory over Satan today, not to let him win in any way, shape, or form. And Lord, we ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, so we're going to start out with Jeremiah 317. All nations will come there to honor the Lord, they will no longer stubbornly follow their own evil devices. Hmm. See, that, that stubborn thing's been going long for a long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Being stubborn is just part of human nature. And, you know, uh, I often wonder sometimes, well, what, what really makes people stubborn? And uh, I looked in uh, Deuteronomy. Chapter 143, because uh, that Old Testament, there's a lot of stubborn people. Didn't work out so good for them, but here it is. And in Deuteronomy chapter 143, it says, This is what I told you, but you would not listen. Instead, you again rebelled against the Lord's command and arrogantly went into the hill country to fight. You see, stubbornness is almost always rooted in pure pride. You know, when people think they know better, they think they know best. And, you know, I've, I've known people who I just thought, man, those are just know-it-alls. They just think they know everything about everything. And, you know, they just want to prove how smart they are. And, you know, I once met a guy, and he's still a friend of mine today. And um, I thought he was the biggest know-it-all. And I couldn't stand to be around this guy, but he was a client of mine at one time when I was doing personal training and uh, I mean, I fired him three or four times and I realized he wasn't trying to know it all and know best. He just, he, he just wanted people to be successful so bad. He was passionate about it and, and he had experienced a lot of things and he, uh, he, he, he come across as, as stubborn and what, you know, but it was actually, it wasn't prideful. He just really cared that much that he had done this thing and it worked out for him and he knew it would work for you and he wasn't going to let up until you you did it his way. And uh, I actually talked to him about it one day and I realized that some of the times when I was talking to him, I was looking in the mirror. Yeah, it was me talking back to me. But sometimes until we stand in front of that mirror, we don't realize how stubborn we are. And it was at that point I had to ask myself, Lord, how can I keep from being so stubborn? 
Well, in Second Chronicles uh, chapter 30, verse 8, it says, Do not be stubborn as they were, but submit yourselves to the Lord. You know, sometimes when you're talking to people, they just don't want to listen. And we just got to turn it over to God. And then in 1 Chronicles 16, 11, search for the Lord and for his strength, continually seek him. Again, it all comes back to putting God first over anything and everything. Even if you think you're right, most of the time it's not going to do you any good to argue about it. Because once people have their minds made up, it's made up. Let's take politics, for example. I've never seen someone convert a Republican to a Democrat, nor have I seen a Democrat convert somebody to a Republican. So why argue? You know, during the elections, I see more friendships break up. And we're talking long-term friendships break up. Because people are so stubborn that they think because they don't have the same political view, they can't be friends. And it's craziness. Why can't you remember why you became friends in the first place? You know? And uh, just some people are just too stubborn. And well, I ain't hanging out with no Democrat. Well, I ain't hanging out with no Republican. Well, you know what? There must have been something good about them because you started the first. And either... Your uh, your 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 friend choosing abilities suck, or you're just wishy washy, stubborn. You know, we got to seek God's wisdom and God's guidance before we form an opinion and make decisions. You know, you you, you just. I think most people are impulsive and that that that's part of stubbornness because you go ahead and you say something stupid or you do something stupid and then you don't want to back out of it because you feel it'll make you look foolish. If we would just stop, seek God's wisdom and guidance on the matter before we form an opinion and make decisions on things, It'll work out a lot better for us. It always works out better when he's got, he's driving the car. In, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it says, You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. We've got to be each other's accountability. And you know, I'm... I'm very grateful that I have some friends that will hold me accountable and tell me the truth. But at the same time, they'll lift me up and praise me and and continue to push me to, to do better. And just simply ask me things like, did you pray about that? Have you sought God's answer on that? To keep me accountable. And we need that. They don't tell me the answer. They don't tell me what I need to hear or want to hear. They simply remind me to seek God first. You know, if if we would just fellowship with other believers, 
you know, just in, including that, just lifting each other up and encouraging each other and warning one another, you know, and, and asking, can you keep me accountable? You know, your actions, they preserve you from developing a hard heart. And stubbornness and a hard heart, they're things that go hand in hand. And usually after a little time has passed, we realize, man, I was just being stubborn. Man, I lost a good friend today because I was stubborn. Man, my wife and I, we haven't been the same since I said something or did something. Even though I knew they were right, I was just being stubborn. I made up my own opinion before seeking God. These are things that happen in our lives daily. So today, when you feel you're being stubborn, just stop. Take it to God. Maybe just go ahead and own up to it because you know what? People are going to respect that a lot more when you just own up to it. It's up to you. I know for me, it's it's something, it's like my flesh. I have to fight it daily. But I will continue. And now I know I have a helper. It's called the Holy Spirit. And I will call on the Holy Spirit to keep me accountable as well as my good friends and brothers in Christ. You know, I thank Jesus so much for sending us that Holy Spirit. And I hope you will today as well, because he died and gave up the ghost because he loves you. That's right. Jesus loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.